Okay, guys, welcome to Guest Life Podcast, episode 13. We're lucky enough to have uh, Dave DiDonato in the uh, in the chair there. Thanks for coming in, Dave. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's a privilege to be here. We've um, Dave is the co-owner of Hammer Strength uh, and Performance, On Ice Performance Center, and newly uh, Canadian Strength Supply. Me and Dave go way back to the days of uh, you know my glory glory days trying to go to the CFL, um, <laughs> as well as you know I had a small hockey career playing some junior D um, down at SST. So I've known Dave a really long time. We go back. We also share uh, share a line for guest plumbing and heating's hockey team. <laughs> We've got uh, the B League squad down at Triple Ranks uh, during the summer. But um, Dave's a huge Hamiltonian. Um, new father, and uh, we're so happy to have him on the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, getting started, guys. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Guest Life Podcast. We're, we're really trying to showcase Hamiltonians, entrepreneurs. Um, you know, Dave is, is just a, a character in his own, giving back to the community anytime he can. Um, he's going to talk a little bit about what he's doing currently uh, to give back during COVID. Uh, we're right now we're shooting in the time of COVID nineteen, so. Um, you know, fitness and sports is a big part of everybody's life, but I think for entrepreneurs, um, it's especially important to keep your mind right and then it gets your body right. Um, and, and Dave's going to talk a little bit about how he got into the industry, um, a couple of his credentials, and then obviously, you know, what he's got coming down the pipeline. So, um, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into these three different entrepreneurial <laughs> journeys, yeah. um, they, they start off together, but uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about them. Yeah, so um, Honest Performance Center is a hockey training facility that um, we cater to all types of athletes. We have eight and nine-year-olds learning how to skate, shoot a puck, play goalie, all the way up to uh, professional um, hockey players, NHL um, hockey players. Um, and then Hammer Strength and Performance is a subsidy of that where we, uh, we train athletes of all sports, um, hockey, football, soccer, basketball, Olympic weightlifters and powerlifters. Um, and then from there, we had this idea of Canadian strength supply of um, making Canadian made products for people that work out, whether it's singlets or belts or straps. Um, so whatever someone would need in the gym. Um, we used to have our getter stuff overseas, but now we're switching to uh, Canadian made stuff. We're really excited about that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I remember going to the gym. Uh, I couldn't squat. I, I think I could bench press more than I could squat. Oh yeah, you, you were benching like low threes and squatting like mid twos. We got it up though. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Dave put me through a pretty rigorous program. Uh, I think it was called the Russian uh, Death Squats that you you put me through that program for oh, twelve weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was pretty proud of myself. To, a for making it through, but B being able to walk uh, yeah. every other week. I could walk <laughs> for two days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what really blew me away is kind of how specific you can get with training mm -hmm. to make things fire. And, and how do you, you know, how do you take a, a kid, like what, what age do you start them off? Um, like training in the gym? Yeah. Um, our youngest athletes are 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, oldest around like 40. Wow. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like why you chose on ice performance, so the hockey, and then obviously mm -hmm. hammer strength. You do all different, all different sports, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I owned a gym previously and one of the members of the gym, he owned a, uh, he ran a goalie school outside of on ice. Okay. Um, so he was kind of a subcontractor within that. And he would outsource all his clients to me for strength training in the summertime and all his camps. And then he, when he was in the process of purchasing 
on ice performance, he came to me and asked if I wanted to partner with him so we could do everything in one building, kind of like a one-stop shop. And I thought it was a great idea. I was able to make the switch. And I told him, I, was, I said, I want to train more um, athletes from other sports. I don't want to just limit myself to hockey. And he said, no problem. We'll create a sub-business um, on that end. And then that's where Hammer Strength was born. And we named it Hammer Strength for a couple of reasons. Uh, Hamilton, the hammer. Nice. Um, when when you're training, there's a, there's a saying, um, be the hammer, not the nail. So whether no matter what sport you're playing, you want to be the hammer. You don't want to be the one getting hit. You want to be the one hitting. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just simple math. It yeah. makes sense. Um, and then so, so tell us a little bit about kind of how you got into sports. I know. The guy can, the kid can dangle, guys. I mean, he can't, he, he doesn't always bury, but no. he, he, get, yeah. he gets to the net pretty yeah. quick. So, I mean, you're one of the fastest guys on the ice with us. Um, Thanks. Yeah, what, what um, like, how did you get involved? You went, uh, what university did you go to? I went to Brock University. Okay. Yeah, uh, I took kinesiology there. Um, and kind of my interest in training kind of was bred a little bit before that. Um, in in high school, early high school, I was always like a relatively skillful player in both rep hockey and soccer. Um, I got cut from both of them because I was weak, I was slow, and I didn't have the endurance, right? I didn't train at all. So I got cut from those teams. Even though I thought I had the skill, I just couldn't keep up with the pace of play. And that kind of kick-started my interest in training. Um, and then I took an exercise science course in, in high school which uh, I, I excelled at. I thought it was, I was interested in it and I did well in it. And then that kind of led me to learning to um, uh, taking kinesiology at Brock. Um, I did my four years there and I was lucky enough to get um, through a friend. I uh, got connected with Steve and he gave me a three month internship and then I was hired after that. Um, so basically my first job out of university was working at um, at the strength conditioning gym and we, uh, I was training NHL and CFL athletes right away. So that kind of, uh, sparked my interest. Yeah. I remember being down there, like guys, this gym, if you can imagine it, you know, small, smaller gym, like, you know, not your typical, you know, good life gym or something like that, but you know, has a, like, I, all I remember is the first couple of times like puking and then like, also like I would hyperventilate, but I'd want to try to play it off. Like I was okay. So <laughs> I'd go, I'd go to my truck and just sit there and try not to die and like wait, wait till I had caught my breath enough to drive home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's training and, and being around elite athletes really, it's humbling for a lot of different reasons, but also it, it's very interesting to see kind of, you know, when someone's in, it's, it's, it's like an entrepreneur, right? Like mm -hmm. when someone just gets it, when someone's just on, mm -hmm. um, I find training, like it's so much to do with mental and mm -hmm. willpower. Yep. Um, but seeing those athletes, like I was, I was lucky enough. I think I was 17 or 18 at the time. I lost a bunch of weight with you. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave was my trainer. Um, but yeah, like just seeing these elite athletes, these CFL guys, these NHL guys that would come back and, mm -hmm. you know, they would spend an hour stretching before they're working out. Yeah. Yeah, like the mindset is, is is half of it, right? Like um, people, I'm sure, get that um, aura off of you when you're um, like like talking about business and stuff like that. It's the same thing when you would see these pro athletes training, how seriously they take it. Because even though it's their off season and they're not currently getting paid for that, that is their job to train and to prepare themselves for the next season. Yeah, 
and I think it's like it, it's it's honestly it's special to watch, but it's also like it's just like being in a room with entrepreneurs, right? Like mm-hmm. you just feed off each other's yeah. energy, and like you know, it's not always a competition, but it is definitely like you know, you it elevates you, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, like it's 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 competitive, but it's also motivating, right? You want to be better than that person, not because you want them to fail, but just because you want to be the best. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about. You know, you're struggling now. You're juggling three different businesses. Three, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and in March, you had a, something special happening. Yeah, I had a, a baby March 18th, the week before uh, the shutdown. Everything shut down due to COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been a wild ride. Like, um, so our baby was born. Um, I was going to take a week or two off, anyways, um, just to help my wife and the baby, obviously. But uh, a week after that, um, our business was forced to close and we closed for three months. Um, So not only was I thrown into this uh, new role as a father, but um, the uncertainty of of my business was was hanging in the balance, basically. Um, So it was it was a stressful time, but it was also a a great time to kind of like um, dig deep and kind of see what I was about um, during that time. I think it's amazing. And then so you, you were three months Nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, doors like shut. You can't yeah, really do much. Doors um, were shut. We were able to do some online stuff, but like it, it, it's not the same, right? Um, yeah. Like we didn't charge for anything online. We are just putting out content in terms of here's some at home workouts you can do on YouTube, right? Like we would upload the videos and 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 send it to our clients, but that was basically it. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's uh, it's interesting. Like we talk about different different avenues, and you know, I find. You know, sometimes there's always that it's happening to me, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, you know, throughout the throughout entrepreneurship, especially during COVID, a lot of it's like, you know, oh my God, I'm in this position because of mm-hmm. this. And you don't realize that we're all in it, right? Yeah. And we're all in it together. So I think mm-hmm. it was, I saw you putting out some free content. I thought mm-hmm. that was just amazing. I mean, you know, people that were, were charging for content, there's nothing wrong with that either, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different industries. But uh, I, th- I think it's uh, it's awesome, like, you want to talk about right time. Like there's no right time to have a newborn and get your business shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it was, it was certainly uh, like a tough situation for both my wife and I, but um, like we, we came out on the other side and, and, and we're still chugging along. So yeah, it was, um, we really both me my wife and, and my business partner, we, but we all, all three of us kind of grew out of it. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's so good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good to hear, especially, you know, because um, where's your where's your business located? Um, Seventy Hempstead Drive, just off of Nebo Road, right in between um, Rymel and Upper uh, and Stone Church. Amazing. Yeah. So, Hamilton boy, where'd you go to high school? St. Thomas More. Yeah, played hockey there. Did not play football. I was not part <laughs> of the dream team football back in 08 and 09, unfortunately. <laughs> so, now that you're training elite athletes, mm-hmm. your father, mm-hmm. you know, your husband, what's your typical day look like? Yeah, so it changes pretty much every day, depends depending on the baby. I'm I'm the first one up in the house, and if my baby wakes up, I take care of her. I change her if she needs it. I, I do my thing until I usually um, had to have to leave the house around six or seven, depending on what. So my, what time are you waking up? Sorry. Sometimes four thirty, five, four o'clock depends. It depends on the baby. Um, and then I, I train my morning clients. So I have a group of hockey players and football players that come all morning until about one o'clock. I get my workout in, and if I'm working that evening, I will work. And if not, I try and get home before uh, 3 o'clock so I can help the wife with the baby, Get make sure my wife gets her workout because she needs her workout too. <laughs> yeah. um, 
and then do what I can spend as much time with my family in the evening time. And then when the girls go to bed, I do a little work on the computer, whatever I need to get done from throughout the day, like any, um, backend stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you do all your backend stuff yourself. Um, yeah, it, it depends on what it is. Like my social media, I, I, I do that. Um, nice. any sort of like, um, reaching out to clients, potential clients, I do that myself. Um, but then any of the, the, the finance stuff, I, we, we have some people for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, some great business advice is whoever's looking after your money, make sure they know that they do that for a profession. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, we work so hard day in, day out mm -hmm. to make sure all the money works and money's coming in. But you need to make sure how much money going out, and mm -hmm. uh, you know always you know hook yourself up with a good bookkeeper sure. and accountant. Definitely, yep. Um, ben will say that uh, mm -hmm. in our office. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a good uh, good piece of advice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, last year you were training, right? Mm -hmm. You were doing some lifting yourself. Yep, I was competing. I compete in Olympic weightlifting, so um, like the sport you would typically just a little side thing. Yeah, so, just whatever. something you'd like the sport you'd see in the Olympics. I'm by no means on that level. Um, but yeah, it's just something for fun because I, I feel as a coach that like you need to practice what you preach and this is something I'm interested in and I want to be competitive in it and I want to be as strong as possible. And it helps me with clients because I'm, I'm a competitive athlete myself and it helps me relate to them. Um, and I'm a big component of practicing what you preach. Yeah. No one wants a weak strength coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true, man. Like, I mean, you know, you see it all the time in different situations and, you know, you never know anyone's backstory or what they used to do, but... I mean, I always like, like I said, I, I, I like, I want a jacked guy taking care of me. I mean, I remember when you were coming in and you, like you were showing me all the moves, it was like nice that you were doing them. And then I was focusing after mm -hmm. watching the proper form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like knowing, like being able to do what like you expect your other athletes to do is, is huge too. Yeah, for sure. And then, so how do you make time throughout the day for, for some Dave time? Yeah, I mean, that's I know hot, like we, you know, guess plumbing, hockey, yeah. it's, it's a big league. Yeah, first place issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, besides that, like, how do you make time now, you know, juggling father and, and all the different businesses? Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's actually one thing I do struggle with. Like my time management is something that I've always struggled with. Um, my wife helps out a lot. She, she makes sure like for her too, like, like, um, I have, uh, a schedule set. She knows what I'm doing because it affects her as well. Um, most of my personal time will come when the girls are asleep. And if I'm done my work, I give myself a 10 PM bedtime. And if I'm done my work at say nine o'clock and I have some first time, I'll play Xbox with friends online. Like that's that hour is, is something that like I do value, right? Like all day it's like, go, go, go. I'm training. I'm stimulated, stimulated. I train and then I'm more stimulated. And then I'm at home. I have to watch the baby. I have to help the wife. I have to do stuff around the house. And then I do work. And then that last little hour is time for me just to relax, right? Talk to my buddies on Xbox or something. Like it's, it seems small to like some people, but to me, that's a big thing of, of how I wind down. If anybody's listening, who's not an entrepreneur, who, who wants to aspire to be an entrepreneur, he said one hour. He did yeah. not say eight hours. Yeah. He did not say the weekend. No. Um, I think it's a big thing that people miss, like, construe. And, um, you know, there is a lot of free time as being a business owner, but it's a lot of choice free time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, family time and stuff like that. It's really important to have that 
I hate work-life balance because I don't think it exists when you excel at certain things. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a great father, you're only going to give yourself an hour, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, if you want to, you know, excel at work or, you you know, you're starting new businesses like yourself or import, export, whatever you're doing with the, you know, getting new supplies just from Canada, like you've got to, you've got to make sure you're making that time. And I think that's so important for the next generation and to just set some expectations in terms of, you know, what your time is going to be. Mm-hmm. Also, going down the line, how old are you now? 30. Just turned 30. Just turned 30. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank so you. like, you know, that it's not a forever thing, right? Yeah, exactly. We're putting in the time now to kind of make that time later. Mm-hmm. Um, so on top of all this shit that you're doing right now, you're giving back to the community as well. It's, a, it's kind of a passion thing for you. Mm-hmm. But tell us a little bit about the Jumpstart program that you're doing, yeah. what organization it's going to, why you got involved, and how you got started. Yeah, so uh, the Jumpstart campaign is um, ran by Canadian Tire, and it's to help um, families who can't afford to put their kids in school or buy um, equipment for them. Um, it's to help them out. Um, it it kind of hits home for me because when I, when I was a kid and I was playing hockey, my parents couldn't afford my sister to dance. Right, because dancing is more expensive than hockey. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, it's way more expensive. So they had to take her. They had to take her out of dance, and to make things fair, they wouldn't let me try out for hockey. So I had to play house league hockey that year. Um, And the thought of like that kind of happening to to other families, and if I can have any sort of impact on that, um, and like whether it's them buy the first hockey stick or the first pads or get them to play at least, right? Like that, that really hits home to me. And it mean, does mean a lot to me. So how it kind of started was I was just trying to lose weight and I was doing a weight loss challenge. And then my business partner, um, he decided that he wanted to lose weight too. And he made a challenge with me and the loser of the challenge had to play a round of golf in a skirt. And we kept talking about it and he's like, let's, you know what, let's, let's donate to a charity. And I said, you know, that's a great idea. I said, right now, after COVID, a lot of families are struggling. And if we can maybe help some families do um, like put their kids in that sport or buy them some new gear because they're getting too big for it um, and make a huge impact on, on a family and, or a child. I was like, let's, let's do that. So I, I phoned up. Um, a friend who works for Canadians Hire, and he was able to donate a signed Connor McDavid jersey. And um, we're raffling that off at our facility. And then for every pound we lose, we're going to do- donate $10 to uh, Jumpstart. And we also have a GoFundMe page that goes right to Jumpstart. So people are, have been donating on that, buying raffles for the jersey. And then however much we lose, we're going to don- donate that to, uh, to Jumpstart. That's amazing. Yeah. So what are you down now? I'm down about 10 pounds. Yeah. In like 20 days, which is not bad. I'm, I'm pretty, killer. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> how much, how important is it for diet when you get into these challenges? That's, that's the biggest thing. So I don't really change my training because I train for a sport and I have to do certain movements for that. So nutrition has been uh, the only thing um, really I've changed uh, drastically. Really? Yeah. And what do you find is, is most effective? Um, just limiting calories and, and carbs yeah <laughs> no more, no more za no more oh, no more no no more beer yeah yeah no more weekend beer no, no. more za with the boys no well but you can't have za with the boys on xbox or what do you do no. order it to each other's houses <laughs> yeah we each make sure we crack it at the exact same time <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome man so how do you um when you talk about you know mind and body and how they connect kind of do you feel like entrepreneurship and, and physical health and mental health are all connected or what's your take on that? For sure. Like, um, I think you see it more and more with entrepreneurs that are in shape and very fit. 
Um, in order to achieve like the body you want or the strength that you want, it takes a lot of mental resilience to do that. And in order to be a very successful entrepreneur, you need that same mental resilience because it's not easy, right? Like none of those are going to be easy. If you can't do one, you're probably not going to be able to do the other. For sure. And what, like, so what would be like, do you find like, I, I'm a morning guy. Like mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm just, um, I never was. Mm-hmm. I've never, like when people say I'm a morning person, like I hate getting up. Mm-hmm. I want to hit snooze, but I think, you know, one of the things that kind of sets people apart that I've noticed anyways, as I get a little bit older, I find I've, you know, I'm, I'm connected with more parents mm-hmm. and you know, when someone's like, Oh, like what I, when I get up and I take the baby and I'm like thinking in my head, like, Oh man, I, I get up pretty early. I'm up at five. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, no, like I'm up at four. I'm taking care of my kid. And then I'll get to the gym for six. Cause I used to train with you at 6am. Yep. Yep. Before work. Yeah. 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 I used to go in early and you did. Yeah. yeah. Like, just so everybody knows I used to work on the tools yeah. and I still got up and trained with Dave. You did. Yeah. You're grinding then. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So just, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to star this one just so <laughs> show it to my staff yeah. so they all know that I actually did go to work. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like, you know, you get that, just that boost of energy. I always found it wasn't the, the workout was great, mm-hmm. but I was always the sweat and mm-hmm. then the shower mm-hmm. and getting ready for whatever it is your day. And mm-hmm. you know, now it's transitioned you know, being a business owner to, you know, putting, putting dresser clothes on and, and coming into the office and, and feeling fired up and having mm-hmm. a protein shake at nine and being yeah. like, I've been up for five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Let me kill somebody. Yeah. Um, but that energy I find is just euphoric. Yeah. Well, it's a huge sense of accomplishment to be doing something at a time when most people are, aren't even awake. Yeah. Right. Like if you're doing your, if you're getting up at five and doing your thing and going for a run or hitting weights, whatever it is that, that you want to do, and you're home by 6.37 and you're done, you've already done more in your day than anyone else because they're still sleeping. Yeah. Right? So that, that sense of accomplishment will carry over and that momentum will carry over through the rest of your day. And I find it just, it just, it just puts you on a, you know, it's not, we're not better than people, but it just puts you so, it's so, it's, it's so personal, mm-hmm. right? It gets you, clears your mind, clears your energy and, you know, it, it allows you to. But, and I find it's, as I talk to more entrepreneurs, like the excuses don't come up anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm a dad, I'm a dad of two, um, you know, I don't have time, like, you know, you make time. You always make time for things that, that you want to do. Yeah, always. and I think putting yourself first is really important before mm-hmm. you can start supporting others. For sure, yep. Yeah. Um, so how do you find partnership in business? Like, how do you, you know, connecting with your partner, um, you know, are you guys yin and yang? Do you, are you guys similar? How do you guys... Yeah. So in uh, like on our day to day duties, um, he's the ice guy. I'm the gym guy. So we don't really cross paths on on that. Um, and he's he's a, a a very understanding guy. And he's he's a father of two. So he he gets the stuff that, that I'm going through. He's he's been through it all. Um, and we we make decisions together. Um, if we don't agree, we just like put a pin in it. Talk about the next day or, or our next meeting. Um, and yeah, he's just, another big thing, what he does is he, he gives me the freedom to, 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 to make decisions, right? If I'm like, Hey, I think this is a good idea and we should pursue it. He's like, okay, let's check these boxes and then we can pursue it. Right. He doesn't really, he, he might give me like, okay, but what if this happens? And if I have, a um, um, an answer for that, then he's like, okay, perfect. Right. He, he kind of challenges me and makes sure that I check all the boxes. And then he, he also gives me free reins. He's like, if you think it's a good idea, let's do it. And vice versa. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's super interesting to, um, you know, again, as you talk to more entrepreneurs and, and different partnerships, you know, I just uh, partnered up with se- there's, there's seven people in a group that I'm a part of and mm. um, different personalities, yep. and different energies and stuff yep. like that. And I find it so interesting to kind of be self-aware, but also be a good listener mm-hmm. um, and, you know, understand when the, okay, that someone's passionate about that. Mm-hmm. Let me let them run with it. Let them, yeah. let me just be supportive. Let me be their number two in that, that mm-hmm. avenue or that, that decision. Um, because it feels good when it's received as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. Not always challenging. Yeah. And you, you know what? Um, like how I said with Derek and I, he, he's the ice guy. I'm the gym guy. If he has an idea of whether it's something we change on the ice or whether it's, um, a camp or something, I say, yeah, you, if you think that's a good idea, I'll help you in whatever aspect you need. Do you need me? No. You want me to stay out of it? Fine. If you want as much help as, as I can give, great. Um, be, so being supportive also give them the confidence in, in, in being successful in, in whatever they want to do. That's awesome, man. So we always try to, you know, talk to everybody at the end of these, these podcasts. And what would you tell your younger self? What advice would you give, um, you know, being a reflectant, like how, how does someone that wants to get into, um, you know, being a personal trainer and a coach, mm-hmm. how do they, how do they get started? Where do they go? Um, well, there's, uh, like a, a bunch of certifications you can do. Um, certifications are great, but also there's, um, there, there's the practical part of it and also the experience part of it. Um, and there's also going to like seminars, everything you can do. Um, learning as much as you can basically is, is, is the biggest thing. Um, and you're going to have to put in the hours, like like you got to work hard. You got to put in the experience training people. I did a unpaid internship for, for three months straight out of university where I had my student loans to pay back. So it was tough. I was working other part-time jobs, but it's, it's something sometimes you have to do. Where were you working when you were training me? You were working somewhere else? I was working in player's paradise yeah, on I the field. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. working at old Navy. I was working, <laughs> That's where it was. Yeah. I was working 5am to 9am at old Navy doing like uh stocking shelves yeah. and stuff like that and i'd go to sst yeah so just so you guys know he wasn't handed anything <laughs> no. right it's yeah. not easy yeah and you did three months unpaid internship mm-hmm. and then you started it was very low salary when you started as well correct i was getting minimum wage yeah as mm-hmm. a trainer with mm-hmm. a kinesiology degree kinesiology degree training uh professional athletes <laughs> yeah so i think you know for a lot of people that's an interesting thing to hear Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, I, in my opinion, it's an interesting reality, but it's also, that was how many years ago? Seven. Seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So seven years ago, coming out of, you know, university, you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur or maybe not knowing you wanted to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and kind of taking that road. That's a short amount of time to be where you're at. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, it goes down to work ethic and, and drive. And, you know, again, he was up every day at 5am cause he had to be, cause he had to meet me down there for. I remember I tried to get you there early because I had to be at work for seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's amazing, man. So um, how do you, do you guys take on students or uh, people that want to want to learn? Uh, like like interns? Yeah. Yeah, we do um, have interns. Um, we had one last summer. Yep. Um, that was the first time we've done one. Um, this summer, we didn't take any interns on just due to COVID. Yeah, we weren't allowed to. Um, yeah, because we're limited to the amount of people in the building. But um, – yeah, we do. Uh, we do accept interns, um, and it's it's sometimes paid, it's sometimes unpaid, depending on the qualifications of the of the applicant. Um, but yeah, like uh... it's amazing, man. I yeah. think I think like 
you know, we had uh, uh, Justin on the show before, and he yeah, was talking was about how one, he yeah. got into the Bulldogs. And, yeah. You know, I think, uh, you know, the, the the amount of work that you put in at the beginning to kind of show and prove that you're worth it, mm-hmm. um, you know, you were able to get a job out of it. You were able to make some great connections. And mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's an amazing story. And, but it's also, it's not over. It's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely, um, yeah. So, you know, I've known Dave for a number of years, guys. He's been a huge part of my life, getting me getting me fit. You know, the odd time I call him for a meal plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also being a line mate and a friend. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, so happy to have him. So thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it, Dan. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, everybody, we're always in the show a little spiel. Um, again, this is connecting entrepreneurs in, in, in Hamilton and also surrounding areas. Just, you know, people that are giving back to the community, making a difference, um, you know, using their skills and their knowledge to, to support this community and, and it's great. And I think, you know, guys like Dave, we talk about their story and, and how they got started. So, you, you know, every, everybody that has something had a day one. So, you know, one of the questions we always want to ask ourselves is why not me and why not now? Um, and I think that's really important to kind of ask ourselves. So uh, guest life podcast number 13, Dave DiDonato. We'll have all his handles uh, uh, in the bio. So thanks so much for having us. Thanks for having me. See you, man. See ya.